0: So here we are. This is Foul Puck Podcast. I'm Nancy. I am your basketball enthusiast.
1: I'm Rachel. I'm your baseball guru.
0: And we are here today doing a special um, and probably relatively short uh, pod because we have just learned earlier this morning that one of the most famous And arguably one of the greatest basketball players has been unexpectedly killed in a helicopter crash uh, in L.A. today. Apparently, I learned this uh, just by reading the various news sources today. Apparently, he really liked to take helicopters around. Um, Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess L.A. traffic, like if you can afford it, (laughs) a helicopter is not a bad way to go um, until it is, I guess. Um, So Kobe Bryant, who was 41... uh, who played i believe basically his entire career for the Lakers yeah under the numbers 8 and 24 uh died and also the thing that i personally find uh more sad is that it was he was going with his one of his four daughters to her basketball practice and so she was also killed in the helicopter crash um as well as yeah. apparently Multiple other people who they think maybe included another player and that player's parent as well. So that's.
1: Oh no! Yeah, I just heard it was like seven other people.
0: Yeah, yeah, significant number of people, but but yeah, his daughter Gia, who I th- I guess was thirteen, um, and mm-hmm. potentially one of her teammates. So, um, this sort of. Thing happens every now and again. You'll get, you know, a major celebrity, a major sports figure who, you know, dies in some untimely and tragic way. And I personally always find the um, the public response to it really interesting. It's not something I personally, just as a human being, am particularly plugged into i guess i've never Mm -hmm. been that plugged into cults of celebrity i've never been that plugged into you know the lives and deaths of celebrities even ones that i you know truly liked and respected and had a lot of feelings for like i'll be sad about it um but it doesn't feel personal to me in the way that it very clearly does for some people Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm curious rachel for you do you first of all do you have any sort of personal emotional relationship with Kobe Bryant and the figure thereof I don't even though I'm a basketball fan I he was never on a team I was particularly invested in and I was never particularly invested in him as a person um so this is you know like it's it's curious to me but I'm not it doesn't impact me right. in my feelings <laughs> at all um what about for you
1: well um you know I'm less of a basketball fan than you are and uh you know I do have an emotional response to him, but it's almost entirely negative. Yep. Most of what I know about him was the, uh, the rape allegations in 2003. And yeah. just how awful that was. And um, yeah, it was not brought to trial. Um, nope. Because the woman was, did not want to testify. Um, yep. But it ultimately became a sort of punchline because of the, like insane diamond ring he bought his wife to apologize for raping another woman right and i suppose we should say allegedly here but right
0: he was never convicted podcast
1: believe women so
0: yeah well and so i was so i was reviewing the details of this because i you know i remembered that it happened i remembered that it was really ugly and gross and went on for a long time um yeah but It was, I believe, in in 2003, um, and so I, you know, that's a while ago at this point. Um, I didn't particularly remember the details of it, Um, but one of the things when I was looking it up was that uh, he basically admitted it, even though he wasn't Mm -hmm. convicted. It didn't go to trial because, as you say, the um, accuser refused to testify uh, because, in fact. Her name had been leaked to the media and she'd uh, received months of, you know, harassment and bullying and death threats yeah. and all of the good stuff that always happens in these cases. Um, but he issued an apology that basically said, yeah, all of this happened. I just didn't realize she wasn't into it,
1: which. Yeah. Yeah. yeah despite the strangulation.
0: Right, right. Because one of the charges was false imprisonment. It wasn't just assault. It was you assaulted her and also you didn't let her leave. Um, So, but this brings up a really interesting question, I think, which is when somebody like this, who is otherwise a very well-known, very respected, very, you know, sort of almost magnanimous figure in the celebrity world dies, um, and they have something like this in their past, what is the appropriate role of talking about that?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, an excellent point. I mean, do you have any answers on that front?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was, so I immediately turned when I found out, this morning I was—I <laughs> was actually in church, um, so I waited till after church, um, and then <laughs> was looking things up about it. Um, and then we came home, and and my partner was reading to me some of the articles out there, and none of them mention it. Which surprised me a little bit, because it was a very big deal when it happened. Um, Mm -hmm. So I had at least expected to see it kind of mentioned in passing, you know, Kobe Bryant holds the record for number of points scored, blah, blah, blah. He was a Laker, he had his numbers retired, and also had this accusations. You know, like, I didn't expect them to spend a lot of time on it, but I expected it to at least come up, and it really didn't. Um, Which, frankly, made me uncomfortable. Um,
1: Yeah, even on Twitter...
0: Yeah, um, so I from, did see one know, people tweet
1: that, Yeah
0: that was a woman saying, Let's not forget Kobe Bryant was a rapist. And yeah. then of course immediately her mentions all the replies are full of have some respect, he just died, think of his children, how dare yeah. you bring this up. This was so long ago, it was never proved. I find the I find the one about think of his children to be particularly weird because his four children are girls. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is <laughs> creepy.
0: Yeah, like think of his children don't mention the fact that he was accused of really violent and forcible rape. I don't yeah. so so clearly there is a cultural feeling that you don't you don't speak ill of the dead, which I understand. Um but I also think we do ourselves a disservice as a society when we uh you know paper over these not insignificant issues in the life of right. a public figure, right?
1: Yeah, I mean it's a conversation that needs to be had. Certainly, um, I don't know how to do it, but I mean I suppose we're making a start by recording this right now.
0: Yeah, I mean by all accounts he was otherwise a decent human being, but then you get into like, are you are you a decent human being if you rape somebody? Yeah. right um he also during the case admitted to repeatedly cheating on his wife um as you as you said the result of this that kind of turned it all into a big joke was that he bought an i believe eight carat purple diamond ring for his wife vanessa to whom he was still married today Mm. um as an apology um they their youngest child was born last june um so, so obviously, I should pause here and say, you know, obviously, this is very sad for the family yes. and for all of his family, and you know, as a fan, I certainly feel bad for people who were fans of mm-hmm. his because that's, you know, that's a loss and and that's unfortunate, and and I don't, I don't want to sound uncaring because there are clearly people who will be sad and upset about this, and yes. that's entirely valid.
1: And whose lives are are but yeah definitely affected by this
0: absolutely sure, sure, um, and we should mention here on Foul puck, our uh, third host Rebecca is unable to join us uh today, but uh, she mentioned that her that she's a little sad about it because she you know she never interacted with him personally or anything, but growing up her high school and his high school were rivals, and so there's a certain personal connection for her there that neither of us would have mm-hmm. um. And that sort of thing happens. You know, people do form these connections to big public figures. Um, He was an interesting guy. I will definitely give him that. He was the son, uh, as are many NBA players, he was the son of another NBA player. His middle name was Bean, which I (laughs) always thought was kind of funny, uh, which uh, was a reference to his father's nickname, Jelly Bean. He was fluent in Italian uh, because he lived in Italy as a child. Uh, and in fact his daughters all have italian names i believe
1: oh uh, yeah i did see which gianna
0: yeah yeah gianna and i i don't remember the other girls but but yeah so he won a crapload of awards uh he was the five time nba champion with the lakers a two time nba finals mvp uh, an nba most valuable player in 2008 18 time nba all star uh <laughs> Slam dunk champion, all around rookie. Um, he had two gold medals in Beijing and London, and uh, he also had an Oscar. Um, yeah, I remember for that a short he, film. He was one of the that, producers, uh, was, right? I believe. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, about his uh, childhood playing basketball. I remember seeing it. It was really, it was quite good. Um, I enjoyed it so deservedly there. And of course, a mild, a minor connection for you. He he was uh, on. He was one of the most feared on-court pairs with uh, Shaquille O'Neal, of course. Yeah,
1: I remember that he he played with Shaq on the Lakers, yeah.
0: Right, exactly before Shaq came to the uh, Miami Heat. And he also played for a very long time. He did uh, 20 years in the NBA before he fully retired, which is
1: quite... Long career, yeah.
0: Long career. I don't know that I have too much more to say about it. I I guess the other, the connection for our pod is, um, if I'm recalling correctly, and I always, I I always second guess it when I say these things, but (laughs) as I recall, um, Clay Thompson on the Warriors, I was a huge Kobe Bryant fan because he was growing up in LA when Kobe was, you know, at his height. Uh Um, And if I recall correctly, and somebody's gonna have to check me on this, but I believe that uh, Clay's father may have played with Kobe when Michael Thompson was playing for the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that. But I do know that Clay really admired and looked up to Kobe um, growing up and playing basketball in the LA area. So I imagine this is, you know, this is a loss for him uh, in a way that it's not necessarily for us, Um, but as it is for many fans. So I don't know. I don't know interesting figure uh some very big question marks uh or a at least one very big question mark in his past uh that i i don't think should be overlooked and unmentioned um but clearly his reach was very felt
1: yeah and um i know you were talking about a little bit at the beginning uh, about um you know, not feeling as connected as some fans do. And I just wanted to say that I uh experienced a little bit of this, a similar situation, though it was a player who was still playing when um Jose Fernandez died. Um he was a, a pitcher mm. for the Marlins. Um I was actually on the way to the game. I was uh my family and I were driving down from Orlando to Miami and about an hour out we got the news. Um hmm. And I'll get into that more on the pod if you like. But I just want to, to, having gone through that, I bring that up just to say that I do want to have, you know, sympathy for the fans who are feeling this loss. Sure. Um, Of course. And, you know, just remind myself that he meant a lot to many people. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a reminder to myself, (laughs) I guess, (laughs) a little bit to be, uh, yeah leave people room to grieve
0: yeah i think that's entirely valid um you know these things are complicated there's not a black and white answer to exactly you know like none of this stuff is is black and white people's people's feelings are are complicated and you can still love and respect and have you know um admiration for people who do bad things that's right. <laughs> that's a part of being a human being yep. um and honestly at this point too i wonder how many of his fans even know about it it was 17 years ago um uh, if you were a kid then you may not remember
1: um but that was also yeah, like it's, right it's, in the meat of his career so but really know, he didn't was. retire until very recently right
0: yeah that's correct yeah but sympathies of course to all the fans and to the family and and especially especially with the loss of his daughter that's that's really unfortunate but i think that that concludes my thoughts (laughs) i suppose i imagine it'll come up again on our next pod as well we'll get rebecca's perspective on this
1: and just to see what the the fallout kind of is in the the basketball community and Mm -hmm. um, just the sports community in general
0: Yes, I know there were several games played today, um, and there were a lot of, you know, moments of silence and intentional penalties of the number of seconds that his jersey numbers were eight and twenty-four. Um, twenty-four seconds being the length of a shot clock, shot clock yeah. violation. Um, so, so obviously this is going to be a big, big deal for the for the basketball definitely. community, for sure. Yeah. So we will definitely see more about that uh coming any final thoughts Rachel? um
1: i don't think so I think i got out everything i needed to say we will be recording again shortly but we wanted to go ahead and put this out as soon as we could
0: Mhm. all right Well, thank you for joining us on this uh, special broadcast of Foul Puck, uh, current events edition, I suppose. (laughs) I have been and continue to be Nancy, your basketball enthusiast.
1: I have been Rachel, and I hope to be in the future.
0: (laughs) Please do be. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Foul Puck.
1: Bye-bye.